Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, welcome along to the Monday episode. Um, good weekend, Sam. Fun? Well, mm, I mean, I went to West Ham yesterday at Brentford because it's like local. I can practically walk oh, there. Oh, weird, wasn't it? So yeah. I thought, I've got to go. Yeah. But I didn't have a ticket. Right. So me and my mate thought, fuck it, we'll go down and get one off a towel. Climb Old school fence. style. <laughs> well, we used to be able to do that, Brevet. Back in the day, when I lived right next door to, to Griffin Park, when I was very small, I was too small to do it. But I know my brothers used to have all sorts of fucking ways to get into Griffin Park. It was like, like no problem at all. The local kids from the yeah. estate just used to get in and watch it for something to do. You wouldn't even stay for the whole 90 minutes. Like, you go in, look. have a little look. <laughs> Brentford were like in the third division, so it wasn't much yeah. to look at. You just go in, have a look, fuck around, then go off, do something else. I don't know what's what's the situation now because obviously the football matches they open the gates but let people out what, fifteen minutes before the end, I guess. And so I suppose I, if you're a kid, I remember back at Roker Park in the Roker Park days, kids would come in for the last fifteen minutes and just have a look. And I don't know if that still happens yeah. or not because mm. I never leave before the end, so I don't see anyone coming in. I don't know if there's that kind of passion for watching football well the other thing is just about location isn't it I mean Griffin Park was effectively in the middle of an estate it had an estate on one side and all like residential terraced houses around the other yeah. and that's like I, get, I, I never went to Roker Park but um, you know it's like Upton Park was like that Anfield is one of the few that's still like yeah, it Roker Park was you know a, and a, so streets surrounding it on every side yeah much, just yeah. a bunch of kids with not much to do yeah just walk that in. is a good activity but um, now all these fucking grounds are like off in the middle of nowhere there's town. not just kids hanging around I mean, around fucking the London Stadium, there is either luxury flat developments, and I've still never in my fucking lifetime of living in London ever met anyone who lives in any of these things. They're fucking everywhere, but I never, I don't know who the fuck lives in them. I suspect either no one or perverts. Yeah. They're just like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't know what you, I don't know if, but they, I was, they got my Brentford as well. So yesterday, I mean, and Brentford, you know, traditionally a, a pretty kind of down at heel working class area and now like Hackney where West Ham is is just blocks and blocks of so-called luxury etc so you, you think there could be and just giant vertical pervert farms I can't put my finger on it you might be able to but do you look at these places I don't know you probably get some in Sunderland as well but in London it's like you're never more than a fucking stone so away from a luxury flat development. Mm. But they never they always seem to be unoccupied. And they all have these identical balconies with identical balcony furniture. Right. That's what I noticed in Brentford yesterday. So the developers make them mm. and then they go, right. I mean, I found myself, it was such a boring game. I was looking at them thinking, so every single balcony on every single floor of this luxury development, which is sort of connected to the stadium almost, mm. right, has the same 
small table and two kind of contemporary looking garden lounger chairs that yeah. look like they're from like Habitat or something, right? And there's like, I mean, there's hundreds and they're all identical and they're all positioned in identical angles. And it's, so it's very generic, right? Mm. So it's almost like something from a futuristic film. And I'm looking at it thinking, this is what I was, this is how boring the game was. I'm looking at it thinking, right. So they thought it's worth it for the sales pitch to get some contemporary looking sort of tasteful balcony furniture. So they've got, they didn't have to do that. So they must have done a bulk deal with a manufacturer, probably in China. I wonder how much it broke down to per chair. This is what I was thinking yeah. during a Premier yeah. League football match. I was thinking, I reckon they probably ended up getting like those chairs for what amounted to one pound each. I was going to say two quid, three quid. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then, and then they sell it from to Happy people. Chat. Then they sell it to people saying, easy move in and all of this fully like fully furnished yeah. ready to move ready. in tomorrow you don't yeah. even need to go to Ikea or home base and buy your turnkey solution furniture. yeah and then and, but you think and there's like no the one in them balcony furniture's there and, and the good thing is all your neighbours will have exactly the same furniture what that's not that's not good that's weird unless Andy unless you are a sexual pervert yeah exactly you want to be identical to everybody you've seen them You've been in London. You've seen these luxury flats. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean when I say, I think it's perverts who live in them? Yeah. But, I mean, where do the perverts come from? And how can they afford these flats? They're, they're, they're like, um, it's sort of got the whiff of a cut price Patrick Bateman. You know Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, yeah. right? And he's like, you know, he's so sort of absorbed in like superficial kind of consumerism. Um, and this is like, but he is like works on Wall Street and is like a multimillionaire or whatever. This is for your sort of 21st century would-be Patrick Bateman mm. who works in IT sales. Do you know what I mean? You're saying that and they're cocaine flats then? They're cocaine flats. Much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Cocaine, I'm- prostitutes, weird shit. Yeah. Night shit. Night shit. The, the, the fellas I don't know. I don't, they, I don't they, like they don't these luxury flats the for lots of reasons. I mean, obviously, my main objections to luxury flats are, in, are are political ones. Yeah. Right. But beyond that, I also have um, moralistic ones. I mean, I, I'm fascinated by a lot because there's this this talk of them, especially the ones in central London that went up, and they're just invested in by. Russian oligarchs or whatever mm. and it's just a money mm. laundering thing and they're, they're just yeah. units of investment that nobody actually mm. lives in you don't um, have to be lived in it's money laundering effectively yeah, yeah. and I mean I've, I've been in London and looked at some of these at, at night night flats and mm. there's no lights on there's a few lights exactly. on in them but more, it's mostly lights out they're just no one's in them and they're just units maybe of a lot investment. of the perverts I, I always assume a lot of perverts wear those um Night vision goggles, though. Oh, yeah, you see, you'll see. Perverts are really of, into those. You'll, you'll see uh, one of the one of the units of investment. It'll be in darkness, <laughs> but you'll see a couple of laser dots just <laughs> yeah. in there somewhere, flash, maybe just going up and down slowly as they're yeah, wanking. Yeah, because sometimes, like the weird pervert neighbours from next door, yeah. they 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 message, they slip a note under the door of their neighbour pervert and say, "We are about to make love." Mm. Pervert we are leaving love. the door open. Yeah. We are about to have pervert love in the dark, yeah. but we will leave the door on the latch, dot, dot, dot. So he knows, right, what they mean is put on the night goggles, go in their flat and watch yeah. them have pervert love. Yeah. 
I, I, that, that assumes that they're doing it with the lights off which is and the, the horrible thing is is that Boris Johnson is complicit in all of this completely he, he is, knows exactly what's going on and him and Nat Doris of his they're exactly the type he is the goblin king of the entire night pervert empty flat I think he is the head of a sex cult and it's a sex <laughs> cult that has taken over the United yeah. Kingdom yeah he's welcomed in when he was London Mayor he welcomed, welcomed in all of that dirty money from abroad that was laundered mm. in a unit of investment and then they've been filled up with uh, night goggle perverts and he's, he's the goblin king of all of it yeah I was uh, I interviewed this this bloke from a organisation called Global Witness his name's Patrick Alley and he's like a bit of a legend because he sort of set up this sort of um, you know NGO sort of investigative organisation that goes around investigating like the the sort of um, nexus between organised crime and government corruption mm. around the world. And, uh, you know, a lot of it started in Cambodia and then in Africa and, you know, all these stories about corrupt governments, you know, selling off fucking mining licences to, like, effectively the mafia and shit like yeah. that, right? But he was like, you know, in, and he's British, but he was like, in all the money that gets made by all of this shit, it all gets parked in London because mm. because we ran out of ways to make money. They just basically said a long time ago, right, we're going to have to just make this the most convenient place in the in the Western world for anyone to basically bring their dirty money yeah. because every other fucking country has got a manufacturing industry or whatnot mm. and we've got fuck all. So we just need to make it really welcoming. He goes, so all of these fucking developments and all of the old expensive properties in Belgravia or Hampstead or Mayfair or whatever, right? He goes, um, they're all owned by dirty money, mm. corrupt government officials or gangsters, right? And he said, um, and and uh, it's because one, we've got these golden visas that anyone with enough money can just get an automatic visa, mm. right? Two, we changed the law. So in all other countries, if you're buying a large property, you have to show, you have to, there's a system whereby you have to show that you're bona fide, like you have to present your credentials yeah, yeah. and the source of your money and, and whatnot. Yeah. And the buyer and the seller both have to do that. But of course, Britain changed the law. Mm. So we only make the seller have to choose their credentials. But for some reason that no one ever explains, a law was passed that said, no buyers need to pass their credentials. All they need to do is provide the cash. Just show the money. Right? Show us the money. So that's why the Russians and all these dodgy people just bought all these things up. And thirdly, he said it's like the hardest place for anyone to report on it because the libel laws are stricter than in any other like Western country, yeah. uh, which is to protect the super rich. Of course. And the, at the upshot of all that is a sex cult runs London and possibly the rest of the country. Yeah. And we've thrown ourselves. Oh, he didn't. That was my bit at the end. He didn't that. say the yeah. bit about the sex cult. But he, I put it to him. I said, I, I said, I hear what you're saying. Are you trying to tell me that a sex cult led by go the Goblin King Boris Johnson is currently running the capital and possibly the whole of the United Kingdom? And he looked at me just, quizzically. Just stared. Yeah. Did he blink? Yeah. Did and he blink I took, twice? I took his look to me. I can't say this out loud yeah, because yeah, there are yeah. powerful people who, who would end my life. Yeah. But you are you are Britain's best journalist and you have the bollocks and the bravery yeah. to blow the lid off this story. It, that, that's what his look yeah, suggested he, he to looked me. At you and he blinked twice, which basically said, yes, yes, that is correct. And, Boris um, Johnson is in the highest flat at the King's Cross Luxury Development Zone, right? Every night, 
with his Doris. I can't remember her name. The one who loves loves to get on the gear. Carry, carry thing, carry thingy. And they are both bollock naked in the highest flat there, mm-hmm. with night goggles on every night, looking out, cackling and masturbating at the window. I'm just looking at you now. And blinking. If the government want to sue me, then bring it on, because I will take this as far as it has to go. I um. I, 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 I'm not disassociating myself from what you said, but I'm just reiterating that I have not said that. You've you've said that. This this podcast you're listening to is not a current affairs podcast, and it does not present itself as uh, journalistic. It what it is is it's satirical. That's what this is. This is a satirical. Po- In fact, I'm going on Twitter now to change our Twitter bio to a a, a well a much loved satirical podcast. Yeah. That takes a sideways look at current affairs. I'm not sure you can you can announce that you're just going to change the bio to satirical um, mm. a few seconds we after now, you've mate. just libelled the Goblin yeah. King. It's 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 like well that. established that this is a satirical website. Website, uh, not website. A satirical podcast <laughs> and website. There's a website too that's also satirical. I mean, I haven't been on that website in years, but it's there. Did you? Um, did you do the big power off thing last night at ten pm? That we no, were aware that. of it. I'm not oh, even, heard even of that. aware of it. Oh fucking hell! It was people who were angry about the the price of gas and electricity were doing ten minutes of turning off all their electrical items last night to mm. give the um, the national grid um, a bit of a, a rest. warning. I don't know. Um, so that that happened at ten o'clock. I, I I went to see Simple Minds last night at the Newcastle Arena. Don't tell me they turned the they, fucking they, they, power was, off. No, no. If anything, there was lots of electricity being used about 10pm last night. Um, I don't know, maybe it's 10pm was when it did, they did like a, an acoustic bit. Maybe that was to, to tie in with the uh, the big power off. But I don't know, I, I saw people saying about it and I didn't actually know when it was going to be, but it was last night. So I don't know how many people did it. If you did do it, well done. Um, I hope it makes a difference to the uh, the powers that be uh, if you do it again let me know and I'll join in but I, I had no idea it was on last night I don't I don't know if that's going to fucking work or not to be honest they don't give a shit if we all switch our power off they'll go okay fair enough what are you going to do do that full time like to see you try dickheads but that's what they want are you going to charge yeah. your phones yeah do it full time and then they've got us back they've got us by the balls do it full time and then you won't have any uh, any big bills to pay Switch it off forever. Yeah, but then what you're going to do, you need energy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I Listen, this is another thing. Last note on this bloke, Patrick Galley, but I am oh, okay. quite into him now. He said this, and it is relevant because it's about energy, right? I said, what do you think of the sanctions that have been imposed on Russia since the war? And he said, they're good. They're making life harder. But I think, you know, it's a real shame that it's taken you know, the biggest war since 1939 mm. to make us take sanctions against the oligarchs who we all knew were like laundering their money here and blah, 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 blah. But I said, but what would make a difference to actually make the Russians stop? And he said, the only thing that can stop it is sanctioning their hydrocarbons. Do I know what hydrocarbons are? No. no. I've, I don't know. I didn't ask because I thought at that stage you I might expose myself as a bird. So stupid, yeah. 
I just nodded and went, ha, of course, yeah. the yeah. hydrocarbons. Yeah. Back to our old friend, yeah. the hydrocarbons, yeah. right? You saw right. Uh, he said, he said, if you sanction that, then you're dealing a crippling financial blow, right? Russia would need to find somewhere else to sell it other than the West. Who? China. He goes, they ain't got the pipelines. It would take them 15 years to build the infrastructure to flog energy to China. You're right. So you've got to ban the hydrocarbons in the West. If we did that, they would have to stop the war. And I go, but we can't because we've already got a fucking energy crisis, mate. And he said, well, um, we have found ourselves in a situation where we are depending on energy supplies from a country that has launched an illegal war. We can't anymore have energy security if we're dependent on fossil fuels from dictatorships. He, he said, uh, we just have to get rid of fossil fuels because they're ending the world anyway. And I said, well, we can't just do that overnight. He goes, well, that's where we are, mate. People are saying what you're saying is we can't do it. Well, we fucking have to, if not to save the planet, then to stop Ukraine being bombed. But they won't do it because we're addicted to them. Addicted to fossil fuels. Hydrocarbons. From Russia. Yeah. I, I, I took Gazprom. that and I, I said yes and by that of course it goes without saying but just for the sake of our readers some of whom are ignorant uh, by fossil fuels you mean petrol <laughs> our, our readers of this website <laughs> our readers are stupid and you mean petrol and the gas out of my gas cooker <laughs> that's from Russia right and again he just looked at me and blinked in a way that I took to mean yes you are correct Sam Right. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jalapeño. So what can we do as humans? There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. The government have to say no more fucking fuel, no more hydrocarbons from Russia. Everyone needs to say that. But we can't. That's not going to happen because we're we're led by the Goblin King sex pervert. Yeah, it fuels his fucking erections. How else will I fuel my erection, Carrie? So everything that's happening right now in geopolitics, as I think they call it, centres around the Goblin King's erection and its sustainment. Yeah. He said he has said 
he has briefed his team that his his cock, his erection, is powered by foss- Russian fossil fuels. And people have said, but Prime Minister, could we not manage to like try and sustain it using wind turbines? And he fired the cunt who said that. Yeah. He went, if you think this co- this my goblin cock can be fueled by a couple of big fucking giant fans in a field in Derbyshire, then you you're even stupider than I thought. A- you, you're even thicker than you look, you cunt. Get out. What about solar power, Prime Minister? I am not having my goblin cock... <laughs> exposed to the sun all day long and risk getting cancer on it Cat or, skin cancer or it in the just cock. getting really red and sore that's what did for Churchill next question oh yeah you're fired as well you cunt no more what about nuclear powered now that is interesting to me but again I feel that's the only thing that I would think about because it sounds like a nuclear fucking hard-on. Yeah, like interesting. Best. I know it would get Carrie's attention. Would I, but... would I have to dip it in one of them big tanks of nuclear waste now and again? Because that doesn't feel I safe. I don't like the idea of that. <laughs> and would I have to go up to, what's it called? Windscale. Windscale in Cumbria. Mm. Would I have to go up there and dip it in? <laughs> That's where all the nuclears are. I don't really want to go up there. I like it and here the last in thing London, I, I, at the top of Also, you remember bo- that fuss? Fuss with all them feminists around fucking Greenham Common because they objected to the nuclear weapons. Next thing you know, they will be round here protesting my goblin hard-on. Nuclear goblin Last thing cock. I need. There's one thing that'll stop my fucking hard-on. It's a load of fucking Greenham Common We're lesbians coming and protesting with their tents and their banners. A load of, a load of fucking flat-chested, grey-haired women wearing <laughs> cardigans <laughs> with fucking dirt on their faces. No, thank you. No way. Instant fucking flop. <laughs> I'll stick to my Russian fucking hydrocarbons. Thank you very much for asking. They've never trust, seen me wrong yet. Trust me, I know my cock and I know what it likes. And it does not like the women of Green. I know Common. my own body. I know my own body. <laughs> I've explored it extensively. I'm afraid that uh, it will have to continue being Gazprom. Uh, for the immediate future. It's also Gazprom that um, I charge up my night goggles on too, by the way. (laughs) Gas-powered night goggles. (laughs) (sighs) And so does my lovely wife, Carrie. Yes. Uh, Never you mind who's looking after the kids. That's none of your business. It's it's an awful tawdry world we live in, Andy. And it's all because of the hydrocarbons and the Goblin King. And we are just but, mere um, puppets, I guess, in, in all of it. Mate, the likes of me and you, we're just corks on the ocean, mate, bouncing around. Mm-hmm. There's we're very sniping little we from do. the sidelines, but what do our words do? Nothing. And I guess switching the lights off for 10 minutes at 10pm does fuck all as well. And put it this way, mate, I'm not being funny, but if you were at fucking Simple Minds and suddenly Jim Kerr suddenly said sorry everyone but in protest against what's going on in the energy crisis mm-hmm. we've decided to switch off all the lights and the amps and yeah. everything yeah so now it's going to be a, a brief acoustic set in the fucking dark yeah is that all right you'd have been no, no. fucking no. way you don't kill the fucking vibe jim kerr we've come I've paid to rock a lot out for this ticket i want fucking pyrotechnics and loud electric music <laughs> 
I don't want a fucking acoustic version of the Belfast Child played in the fucking dark, <laughs> With mate. The fucking pipes and everything. It's fucking yeah, sad enough as it that. is. <laughs> I want Don't You Forget About Me turned up to 11, you cunt. <laughs> That's what we got. You know I fell out with Jim Kerr once, right? Did you? Because I was, I was on Five Live and... Um, and I, I think I knew he was coming up, but maybe I didn't. And I was just like, it was years ago, I was the sidekick to my old mate, Eamon. And he goes to me, so Sam, are you a fan of Simple Minds? And he, it came from nowhere. To me, it came from nowhere. I was, you know, yeah, it'll surprise you to know, yeah. I was often ill-prepared, Andy. I know it doesn't sound like me, but that's how I was when I was younger. And I went, what? And he went, do you like Simple Minds? And I said, just off the top of my head, I just went, oh yeah, I love a power ballad, I do. Right, <laughs> yeah, just a and just then an aside, goes, yeah, just something. I don't know why I said that. Just they don't do space. power ballads. Yeah. I just fucking said it, right? And he goes, "Well, you'll be delighted to know now." Joining us yeah. on the line is Jim Curd, lead singer. And then, hello, Jim. How are you? And the first thing he said was, "He goes, I'd be a lot better if that idiot hadn't just said the power ballads." <laughs> Good job I'm not in the studio. I'd give you a smack for that. Threaten <laughs> me. He threatened me. Wee-hee. But he was right to. Yeah. Like, I didn't have the hump at all. Yeah. First of all, he's Jim Kerr. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He is a better man than I. And if he wanted to beat me up, not only could he, um, he'd be welcome to. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And um, and I said a stupid thing, and he was right. I mean, who am I? Some fucking gobshite on a radio show to make a stupid throwaway remark about, you know, a, an artist yeah. like him. So I felt really bad about that, to be honest. And I didn't blame him. For Did you apologise? I respected him. I re- yeah, I said, oh, I'm really sorry. First of all, I didn't know you were there. And second of all, just oh, an I- idiotic thing to say. I love Simple Minds. And, uh, but he wasn't having it. He didn't talk to me for the rest of the interview. But again, that's fair. But I respected him more, rather than just laugh it off like a lot of people would do. He, he was a straight in. I mean, he's a Glaswegian. Yeah, well, he's a Celtic yeah. fan. And he was like, he was straight in there with... You know, well, like our old friend, that nutter who, who beat the, the terrorist, the fiery terrorists up at Glasgow Airport. This is Glasgow. We'll set about you. Well, exactly. And the thing and I noticed what, about... Jim Kerr gave me a dose of that. He was basically saying, I will set about yeah. you, whoever you are. You are none of us cunts. I'll set about you down the wire. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me how I can do it, but I can. And I will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a special Kerr. art that only, only the Scots know. We can, we can, we can give it a wee slap down a fucking wire, I'll down the wire, beaten. They'll never forget. <laughs> I can control I'll the wire. I'll tan your fucking, I'll tan your jaw for you <laughs> over the fucking zoom, we man. <laughs> oh man! But it was a great show. Really, really good. Um, and Jim Kerr, he's, I'll check that he's sixty-two now, and he's yeah. kind of he's morphing into what you would expect a 62-year-old Glaswegian to look like. I don't think he's enjoyed... Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's enjoyed a life of smoothies and yoga. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, but, but but he lived in Sicily for a long time, you know. Well, I think it was Sicily. He yeah, did. He, I can't remember why, but what, I remember that time when I spoke to him, he was in Sicily and he lived there. Well, perhaps he did. Uh, but what I'm saying is that he still enjoyed the Glasgow lifestyle. While he was yeah, living there. in Sicily, yeah. ah, you can still get hold of tenants if you know where to look. <laughs> but there's a wee shop that I know in one of the villages. I go and get my scran from there. <laughs> None of this Mediterranean diet shite. Deep fried shortbread, all of that. <laughs> yeah. Pumped and in I down the wire. Tenants 
and you can deep fry my tenants on your at it as well. Well, yeah, but he still got the moves. He still throws some shapes. It was fucking great. Oh, I love the shapes he moves. As was, well. I like it when he puts his hands together in a prayer yeah. position and then sort of wiggles a bit. Does he still that do that? On. There was a bit of that, yeah. yeah. Lots was of... he wearing a large overcoat? I liked it when he used to wear a no, large overcoat as well. he was wearing well. um, a T-shirt with kind of a shirt open. It was a slightly mm. tartanish shirt that was just open over the T-shirt. Yeah. And just some black trousers. Right. Did he open? Did he say, all right, cunts, when no, he came he on stage? No, he didn't, but it was implied. Uh, do you know what I yeah. mean? It was implied. You knew that's what you were saying. Um, is it what, what's the lineup of Simple Minds it's these days? Is it the same? It's basically it's Jim and Charlie Birchall, the guitarist, who are right. and were st- they are they the core the, songwriting yeah, duo? And I think, I think they're, they're, right. they're, they're still pals back from when they were at school, basically, and they're right. still best of pals now. So it's them two, and then there's a, um, a bassist and a rhythm guitarist, but they've got. Um, couple of ladies in the group now they've got a fantastic female drummer who I don't know what she's yeah. called but she did a drum solo at one point and it's like um, you know like when you see Sheila E doing a, a drum solo yeah. Prince Live it was yeah. like that it was fucking top notch and a great um, lady keyboardist and a lady backing singer so Simple Minds are almost 50% female that's actually now. a keyboard tress mate just that's a keyboard tress you mean keyboard tress yeah yes and for the encore the uh, the lady keyboardress and the lady backing singer, uh, they did uh, a duet of "Speed Your Love to Me," which they did mm. in the kind of the slowed down, almost John Lewis kind of style. They took it right oh, down as a ballad. Maybe they're making a pitch for this year's Christmas ad. Maybe, but I just thought that was a really brave thing to do. You know, it's the start of the encore, mm. and they're getting someone singing who isn't Jim Kerr, and they're doing mm. a version of one of their biggest hits, and they're doing it a completely different way. But it was incredible. Yeah really really good you liked it yeah so uh, 9 out of 10 <clears> the <throat> Simple Minds catch them live um, yeah I'd love to see Simple Minds live next, I imagine um, they're one of the great like they're, they're like a great stadium yeah. act aren't they I mean he, he came on and at the start of the show he says uh, yeah thanks for coming it's been a it's been a fantastic tour so far we've uh, had some brilliant shows this week we've done uh, Wembley Arena uh, Glasgow uh, Leeds last night this is, uh, I think you'll agree, all great warm-ups for a Newcastle gig. Uh, uh, like, hey! Yeah, he knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Yeah, fucking He knows what tart. he's doing. Yeah. Ah. But, no, oh, really you know, it. he's got a tongue made of velvet, that fella. Oh, yeah. He's got the patter, as they say. So that was well, good. Well, you know, not everyone gets hold of Patsy Kenseth. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> I mean, although a few, I, I don't know. If, be, do you, actually, that's wrong. I, Quite a lot of pop rock stars do, but yeah, I don't know if this is relevant to his, his relationship with Patsy Kensington at the time. But have you heard the rumor about Jim Kerr? No, massive cock. Doesn't surprise me in the least. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Yeah. I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it out there. I mean, it ties in with the Goblin King. Who has the most impressive erection, Jim Kerr? Or Boris Johnson. I think we oh know the God. answer without even having to make them battle on TV with it. We, and they, then don't we'll fucking see. they don't have to. We know just from their output over the years, which it is, don't we? Yeah, obviously the Goblin King's barely got one. It's a fucking acorn. Yeah. It's you know. I like it's a fuck a chode would be giving it a compliment. I like how it's kind of the episodes kind of come full circle there almost. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll just update you on the, uh, the prediction league if if, I, if I'm here yeah. before we end. Yeah. Bad week for you, Sam. Zero points. Mm. Oh, 
I got seven points. <gasps> I predicted oh. Oxford one, Sunderland two, with a goal that we scored two minutes before the end. Now, if that hadn't wow. happened, you'd predicted one one. You would have mm, got. I would have got, have got points, three points, but for, you got double points. Yeah, right? you'd have got three for the weekend, and I would have just got one. And it would have looked very different. Wow, so that's that's so amazing. amazing. That's that's what makes this the best predict. There's a lot of prediction leagues <laughs> there these are, days, there are. but I think this ours is, is well known to be the best in the world. It's, it, the format. Uh, it's a it premium brilliant. product. Yeah, and of course, it looks like it's going to go up the last day of the season, which where we'll predict all Fantastic. the Premier League fixtures in one go. Uh, you're on hundred. It'll be like that. Aguero. Exactly. Like one of those it's going situations. to be equivalent of that. I'm mm. on 111. You're on 105. Uh, results bots on 87 but still all to play for and a few weeks left to go um, so we'll just leave it there unless there's anything else you want to add no I've uh, I feel that I've got everything off my chest I'm just hoping that this episode will be called um, Hydrocarbons and the Goblin King but I will call it I just that. don't know I will call it okay. that just for you <laughs> um, this bank holiday weekend that's coming up Friday and Monday we're going to pre-record some episodes with some stuff from the mailbag so if you've got anything really pressing that you want to send us in for the mailbag or even the life logistics uh, it's contact at tftimemachine.com and um, we'll go through some of the best stuff uh, to give us the weekend off basically so there we are oh Andy mm. just a quick thing that I was going to mention at the beginning but didn't mm. and I, I, I probably won't show it to you because it might put you off the rest of your mm. day but only when we started recording I'd put on an old pair of trousers yeah. and had forgotten because they should be in the bin there is a colossal rip in the crap yeah. in the crutch yeah yeah crotch yeah um, it's it's like massive yeah. it happened when I was playing football in the garden with Len yeah. I stretched for it and my whole crotch just ripped open so throughout this podcast I've been sitting here a bit like the lead singer of Cameo when he came on top of the pops that time wearing his red codpiece yeah. Like because my trousers are there, but then sticking out is my groin yeah. in blue pants. Yes, yeah. I mean sometimes you're, you you shift position in your seat while we're recording, mm. and you kind of rise up slightly and put your, maybe put your leg under your other leg or whatever. On my haunches, something like that. You do move around, and I did get I do, yeah. full view of that. Uh, did you really? I did. I chose not to mention it. Oh, I did I'm so a, sorry. I did get a blast of that. And uh, this has I'm to sorry, be. I'm sorry, but at the same time, I'm not no, sorry, I mean, mate. This is quite easily the most cock heavy episode we've ever recorded. <laughs> yeah. For so many it reasons. Is. I'm sorry, everyone. So there we are. Mm. So thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye.